This podcast is brought to you by The Pod Tower, hosted by the Watchtower database. Visit youtube.com slash thepodtower for informative, hilarious DC animation-themed podcasts and live streams every week. And check out the Watchtower database for DCAU video essays, timelines, fan theories, and more. And please, enjoy the show. What's wrong with you? You sore hands? That goes from the top of my fingernail here straight through to the other side over here. So let my people go and parted the <laughs> parted your thumb from itself. Yeah. Like actually in feeling on my other thumb, what may have stopped it is the bone. Oh my god, dude. Are you recording this? Oh yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Maybe don't put that in. <laughs> well, I could just bleep out the worst of that. I don't know. Yeah. That sounds horrible. Uh, it was you pretty just painful. Just clap with Let's... your mouth. No, I'm just doing it. Three, okay. two, one. Ah, my thumb is gone. <laughs> Three, two, one, and then a, a saw conjures in front of you mid clap. <laughs> oh God! No, this was, was a funny so... prank from the genie. He was like, "I'm Robin Williams." Yeah, <laughs> to be a saw here. Cool beans, man. Isn't it just like clay face? In the Batman, Clay welcome. Ba- hey, back everybody, we're back. Yeah, didn't you miss us? We're talking about slicing our hands open. <laughs> Jamie, I missed you. I me too. I missed me. <laughs> you knew. I was you missed. Say oh that. my god! I knew you were going to say that. I've not missed me. Actually, I've been watching way too much of me <laughs> while editing a video that is an hour and seventeen minutes long. How is that? How's that doing? How are the numbers? Is it it's looking pretty good? good. It's not as good as some other recent videos, but surprisingly good for the length of the video. For the and fact that it's an hour and yeah. seventeen, it's a full like that's a it's full our, like that's yeah. a Disney movie. By the time you're listening to this podcast, dear listener, it will theoretically have passed all the other times we've tried to do a giant non DCAU timeline video. So that was the ultimate goal, and then also just trying to do. A cool big thing, because I wanted to do a cool big thing. But you know I'm insane. A cool big thing? You know it's <laughs> a cool big thing podcast. that you could be doing? <laughs> it's much uh-uh. easier. No, what? No. Oh, <laughs> maybe the feature film I filmed for like five years. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that like about a year ago, you're mm-hmm. saying, okay, I'm, I'm doing this new schedule this for myself on the where I work wagon. on it every I'm week. James. <laughs> and yeah, I'm I quitting. I know. Yeah, and I'm quitting. Yeah, I, I really do, you know. <laughs> I, I'm protesting because, like, you know, other films and shows aren't even getting made right now. And Ryan rightfully is on so. strike, actually, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to go on strike because you're, like, the only one who can save the world by making a new movie because you're not a part of any Does this guild. count as, like, content creation? No, we're not part of the guild. We're okay, I guess. Yeah, no. We're, we're therefore, we're, a, we're fine, yeah. <laughs> uh no we're 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 putting out a short this week also a, a like mm, solidarity with the thing and here's where you can go to donate to the place and be good uh, that might be out by the time you listen to this also i don't know i'm not in the future but the yeah, answer you to your question uh is that yeah the what what's cool about the growth of the video despite the views going slower is that the algorithm is like holy shit people are watching this way longer than your normal videos and i'm like yeah because it's way longer than my normal <laughs> video and then the robots somehow haven't realized that like they're just going like you the people are watching it 300% longer than you and i was like cool <laughs> continue to just be fooled by this so the line just keeps going it's very slow but it keeps steadily rising so um yeah it's cool. good good stuff if you're listening to this you haven't watched it yet you gotta go watch it you asshole it's called the dc <laughs> it's probably changed titles again by now but it's it's the dceu uh complete timeline man of steel to the flash and it sounds like oh time I, I don't care about those movies blah, blah, blah. it's like a fucking movie itself boy it's so good Brian I, hasn't watched it yet, even though he's allowed to, because he wants to watch it with me in the room for some reason. So. Yeah, I want the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I want the full well shebang. 
if you're not Brian and you want the behind the scenes, we also just Coral and I recorded a commentary for it last night that I just put up on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash DCAU Watchtower. <laughs> you can listen to us talk about each segment and where I filmed it and some Easter eggy things and all sorts of stuff. I play the euphonium and the trombone. Like a real boner uh, throughout <laughs> someone, someone, I think it was Scotty. No, I apologize to whoever said it, but a, a dear listener had commented and said like, oh, that James is a real boner or something. Did I send that one to you? You did. I think I did. I'm gonna it was Scrudge. Scrudge. I was, uh, see, I got the sc- and right. Scar- Scarlowy gave a, a heart underneath that. That's right. That's right. I knew Scarlowy was involved in some fashion. Also, anyway, man, you yeah, need to charge your phone. That. I know. I, I do right now, too. So this is Jump on the Bad Way. And as I show Brian, the DC animated universe from start to finish for the very first time in the controversial air date order. So he may view these shows the way human beings experience them in the far gone days of the 1900s. Do I hear it? 1900. 2025. <laughs> <laughs> we recommend you watch today's DCAU episode before listening to this podcast. Get the full experience out of our discussion. I can't make you do that, but I can make Brian do that. Oh, that's that's scary. At the time of this recording, seven twenty-one p.m. Uh, seven. Oh yeah, it is that. I thought it was going to flip by the time I looked at it. Uh, it's on Max. All right, leave me alone. Yeah. Today we're watching Catwalk. Finally, three weeks after we said we were going to watch Catwalk, and your prediction last time was it was about Dog Man, and he's walking <laughs> like a dog. Past me is so funny. <laughs> what happened to that remember guy? Remember three weeks ago when he said this? He's just not the same. I don't know. I don't find Brian funny anymore. Yeah, I wish Brian was better at being a person. Uh, this is uh, originally aired same. Wednesday, September 13th, 1995. Again, the very next day, like I said, these final five, six episodes were all just mm-hmm. back, 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 and then it's done. 4 p.m. on Fox. Uh, produced number 74, which is between Time Out of Joint and Bane. Oh. Oh. Uh, and aired 83. This is the 84th episode of the podcast. I've been trying, I'm going to try to say that now from now on, now that we're getting into different shows where we'll be like, it's episode one, but the podcast is on episode this because it's confusing. And my job is to make things as least confusing as possible by giving you as much information as possible so your brain just melts right out of your damn skull. Sometimes an hour (laughs) and 17 minutes worth of information. (laughs) Hell yeah, man. Go watch it. Uh, This is written by Paul Dini and directed by Boyd Kirkland. Uh, Most recently, Boyd Kirkland was the director of Make Him Laugh, Second Chance, and Sideshow, but also notably Perchance to Dream and Beware the Grey Ghost. But also cat scratch fever. So I don't, I don't remember what to expect because for some reason these final episodes of the show feel like a foreign like I've never seen this before. Like the last couple showdown. Sweet. What was the what was the one before showdown that we uh, just watched? Showdown the prequel. Uh, yeah, the terrible trio. Well, that makes sense why I haven't watched oh, that a lot. Right. Yeah. And before that, oh no, that was this Sega Showdown TV. the prequel. Prequel. <laughs> Showdown po- negative one. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the these last few are just like I've seen them before, but they just feel like they're in this weird nebulous zone of like there was Batman the animated series, then there's Superman the animated series, and there's these like tail end B test episodes that for some reason is just I can't explain it. I don't know why. We, I feel like I already know the answer to this, but I'm gonna just, just I'm gonna check anyway. Yeah. Are we going to start Superman before we finish Batman? No. Oh, okay. You thought you the answer was yes, though. No, I thought it was no. Okay. But I just wanted to check. There is a, a follow-up Batman show, but it's not technically Batman the animated series. There will be Superman is where we start to merge, like now we're watching this show, now we're watching this show. I'll, sweet you know i can't I, yeah i've thought about this how even from the start of the podcast i never really like explained to you like what all the shows are how many things we're gonna be watching but i think that's part of it is you don't know what's coming because neither did a child of the 1900s <laughs> yeah just get i to know exist. <laughs> i know to expect justice league because everyone yeah. talks about it yeah i obviously superman um name other shows. i'm a little i'm a little hazy yeah. I think we're going to watch Static Shock. I thought you were going to be like, there's something called the Zeta Project? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the fuck that is? Uh, yes, Hashtag that's, Zeta Month. That's true. 
Uh, okay, watching Static Shock. Yeah, Batman Beyond um, is another one. You don't give it to me. I'm supposed to. Oh, guess sorry. It. Sorry. Pretend I didn't say that. What was that? What's another? Okay. One? Uh, <laughs> Batman Begins. Oh, you were so close. It's actually Damn. Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are there any like? Is there like Catwoman or Wonder Woman shows? No. Oh. Yeah, I know. There's no. Uh, there's no woman show. There's a Gotham Girls show, but it's a web series of Flash animations that we'll watch in like two up to two podcast episodes worth of time. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Or three. Okay. Anyway, you want to go? Uh, wait, this is music by Christopher Carter and animation by Dong Yang. You want to go watch it? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> okay. Bye. Looks like the hunt's on again, Isis. I think a quick trip out of town is in order. Don't buy your ticket yet. What a pleasant surprise. Though I should warn you, breaking and entering is against the law. You would know. Care to explain what you were doing at the museum tonight? Look, I was there earlier for a party and I kind of lost my temper. I went back to apologize and the place was empty, except for the burglars. I happened to have my outfit in the car and I thought if I nailed the robbers, I could work up some points with the cops. Maybe even with you. I know how bad this looks for me, but it wasn't my fault. Would you come back to the museum and tell your story to the authorities? I suppose, if you're with me. After all, we do make a good team. When we're on the same side. In honor of you, Jamie. Spindrift. Oh, yeah, thank you. I need to get more of those. Uh, we got a soda stream for Christmas, so now I just make my own. But I oh, miss man. I miss the, the, the refreshing taste of a Spindrift, sponsored can't, by Spindrift. <laughs> I wish. Um, <laughs> can't you just add lemon juice to that? Yeah, I'm sure I could. <laughs> That'd be, that's a good idea, actually. Just, just the water. Great idea. Well, Brian. Well, Jimothy. Ah, good old Kunai Finix. Oh yes. What happened in Catwalk, baby? <sighs> Okay, so <laughs> Catwoman is having an internal monologue, mm-hmm. and then she does some uh, verbal damage to the egos of rich people, yes, like, like we love her to do, and then she does some physical damage uh, to, to some property after talking to Scarface. And then you're trying to all the different types of damages she does in this episode <laughs> is that the idea. Maybe. And then she uh She does some psychological damage. She does get, she gets some she gets some Batman. emotional damage yeah. because Emotional uh, she damage. Was, <laughs> she was used and then she gets some physical damage from uh, You use that one already. A whole I can't reuse them? No. <laughs> She does monetary damage to the tiger thing. <laughs> yeah, to to the conservatory. Yeah. The end. That's, yeah. Real spot on there. Anxious to take up her old ways as Catwoman, Selena Kyle joins forces with the ventriloquist and Scarface to humiliate socialite Veronica Vreeland. I don't think that's why they did that. But the real nope. victim is Catwoman herself, who is, oh, I guess maybe she was doing it for that reason, uh, who has been secretly set up by Scarface to take the fall for another robbery. Batman has to intercede before the furious feline makes things worse by killing the double-talking ventriloquist. That's like intercede? the name of the episode. Yeah, intercede. Oh. It's like the opposite of outer seed you see <laughs> uh, yeah you see? 
So this was uh, this was something. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It wasn't good. I didn't hate it. It wasn't all right. <laughs> you probably. It seems like you disliked it more than I did. I mean, I didn't love it. I wasn't like hell yeah, catwalk. But it was. I think I was distracted by how expressive everyone's faces and and motions were in the fights and stuff. Like it was very fluidly animated. I liked that mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked great. Music was good, yeah, especially in the music beginning. Music was good. We had that bongo part during the fight scene. <laughs> Just like bongo player went crazy there for a second. <laughs> if I'm ever in a bar fight, <laughs> you hope some guy and there yeah, and someone's not on the stage doing a bongo solo. I'm gonna be pissed. Jamie, okay. So what got me out of this up? What bugged me from this episode, I should say, or maybe even doubling back. It was a good episode, good enough premise. Like, okay, she's being set up, which she didn't need to be at all. They could have. Yeah, it was like a little the guys weird. were capable of breaking in and stealing. Whenever, the, the whenever Scarface animals, revealed anyway. his plan, where he's like, "And now we'll do our thing." Now that the flares are through the window, you were like, "What is going on?" Like you were very like, and I was sitting yeah. there thinking to myself, like, "Okay." I, I don't quite follow why they're doing this, but I, I'll just keep watching and maybe the episode will reveal it. And yeah, there wasn't really a good reason. They just wanted someone to take the fall for the crime, but they could have just done the crime th- through their plan and not fucked it up on purpose. Yes. Like, yeah. So I don't know why they needed her or needed her that to happen or anything. Yeah. Like <laughs> their plan for Catwoman could have been like, Okay, get in and distract the guard. Get the, mm-hmm. the guard to open the back door like apparently Scarface planned. Yeah. I'm wondering how far back his plan goes because he's like, oh, yeah. like I thought, oh, okay, so a cat distraction. Clearly that's Catwoman's doing. And then it cuts to Scarface going like, ah, the cat, just like I told you would happen. I planned this. And then I was like, okay, oh, so he came up with that, I guess. And then when she's trying to leave on the dinosaur bones, they just have a bomb on the bones already, and he detonates it. And I'm like, they knew? Did she come in that way? Did he tell her, like, then if once you see that we're fucking up the plan, you're going to want to leave on the dinosaur, and you specifically on the dinosaur, so I yeah, can blow it up. Yeah, over the head of the dinosaur. Make <laughs> yeah. sure you climb up it. We've already opened that. What do you mean uh, when the plan starts going badly? Why would the plan go bad? Now I'll just remember the dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, there was no reason. There was zero reason to involve her. Maybe he had a this bomb on been, everything in there. <laughs> yeah. It could have been a so much... It could have been a so much cooler episode, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's just like an absolute waste of Catwoman and her talents. At, at the also start, because yeah. like they had... That she was on a fucking light switch, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, like Catwoman, like baddest criminal, like like Batman is in isn't in competition for her. Yeah, yeah. And then they like turn off the switch, and it's like this goon is gonna catch her easily. And then turn on the switch, and she's like, ah, I can Martial fuck up anybody master, and everything. Yeah. yeah, like I'm besting Batman. I'm hanging off the side of this whale. I'm gonna flip backwards and kick him off the whale. Yeah. They flip the light switch again, and the ventriloquist beats her up with a Tasmanian tiger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, he just hits what, her. What once is going with that. on yeah. here? Yeah, or she'll like do six backflips off a thing and land, and then Rhino's there, and he just like touches her, and she falls over. Mm-hmm. And you were like, "Oh, she's bad again." Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so hot and cold. It was ridiculous. Meanwhile, Batman is kicking full logs out of the way. <laughs> 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 like a behemoth brick of a man is charging at him with a full tree, and he just kicks it out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's battering ram charging Batman. Yeah, and then Batman just kind of boop and like kicks the thing out of the way. Well, and first the guy he goes does a cool flying. little karate stance, and then he kicks the so maybe that charged that's him up. That's not a karate it charged stance. Charged up that's, his musou. <laughs> dude, that's that's Neo from the Matrix stance. Yeah, that that was, before yeah. he does his dink dink kind of yeah, finger yeah. Batman, thing, whatever. That's you'll see Batman do that hand gesture you just did to like come at me. No uh, thing about twenty times in the DCAU. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, it's, it'll become a thing. Uh, but yeah, yeah. There was. I mean, it was. It started off really okay because, like, to me anyway, because it was like, oh, this is a cool atmospheric, like, sort of dream sequence we're seeing of kind of a recap of what Catwoman's been through in the show so far, kind of a deal, at least like the big hits, the important hits. 
uh and then i thought the whole thing was just gonna be a clip show oh yeah i was thinking like how long is this gonna go or whatever but when it ended and then everything kind of faded back in slowly and i was like okay that was really cool and like i hope the episode continues that way and then the first thing that happens after that she goes up to a sign that says extinction and she points at it and goes extinction <laughs> like yes, Catwoman. That's so like <laughs> that is what that's, that's so like. Says. Isn't that the, doesn't SpongeBob do the whole like friendship thing? <laughs> yeah, or imagination. That, you know? Oh, yeah. that's right. It's imagine yeah. imagination. Although there uh, is something where he extinction. like extinction. Yeah, I think it's like I'm think I'm thinking of whatever the sailor mouth episode where they learn all the bad words and like there's something written in the grease on the side of the dumpster and he like puts yeah. his finger at it and just says like mr crabs is a you know, dolphin sound effect yep. <laughs> that's the kind of what it felt like too. also it says like extinction is forever but then when the camera flips to being inside of the thing looking at Bruce Wayne and her standing there, it just says extinction, just extinction. forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it has oh, okay, forever, right. but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There wasn't a lot of animation errors in this. There was that, and there was uh, Veronica Vreeland's eyeballs tweaking out for a second. But <laughs> Look, man, that, she was just she was looking up there she was so surprised. and over yeah. there at the same time. <laughs> she was just so shocked that Catwoman was in her place. Uh, I mean, you say that's the only animation uh, error, okay, but uh, dear God, can we talk about the pixelated oh yeah uh, title okay. card that's not in tribs but i forgot that i wanted to add it to tribs was i'm pretty sure as i understand it that's one of the only uh title card paintings that they like couldn't find the original to scan for the blu-ray so it's just this like ancient jpeg or whatever it would have been you know that they had from the original broadcast or whatever so yeah and and they were just like you know what we got all this money we're making these really nice blu-rays but what we don't want to do is pay an artist to recreate <laughs> well that. i don't know they got as close to the original as they could i guess they could have just used the screenshot from the end of the episode that was almost identical to that <laughs> that's what i was thinking <laughs> yeah <laughs> where she says poem and then the episode's over <laughs> what was her what were her closing words uh uh the ca- I'm the cat who walked by the, himself uh, ca- or whatever. Yeah, the, I'm the cat that walks alone or something. Yeah, and then oh my the, god, and then you were like by herself. Not, I'm, not, the, I'm the yeah. cat that walks by herself. You're like that's I not that deep. And then the episode closes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Batman just stand, comes up behind her. Like, You're not as deep as you think, Selena. <laughs> but I will be. <laughs> you gave me a face. You gave me a face. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> I like well, in the opening on. where she like pokes his little bat nipples to be like, <laughs> are you ready? And then they fight. Boop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I, I just, <sighs> so c- come as we're rounding out Batman, mm-hmm. the thing for me that like I was most excited, I think for the Riddler and that was pretty much a letdown. Yeah. The, the surprise for me was like, how badass Catwoman is and how like how often I'm just like oh yeah like fuck the patriarchy whatever <laughs> well yeah you were also it, she had a very poison ivy type of uh, stance on the extinction stuff at the start which you've always been like oh yeah poison ivy is not a bad guy oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm combining the two of them in my head <laughs> oh yeah okay whoops well yeah no that was totally poison <laughs> ivy that had the whole like billionaires suck yeah but um, it's the fact she took that stance so was still. good for you. Yeah, yeah. It was great. It's healthy. Yeah. Um, but, um, well, I guess, I guess it's these other, it's th- these people who I didn't expect to be so, like, attached to. Sure. Um, you know, Mr. Freeze, at least in Heart of Ice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> one of two yeah, Poison Mr. Ivy. Freeze. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And well, yeah, Catwoman's not reused a ton. Like I think this is the first time she's been here for quite a while. Uh yeah, they could have they could I think this is her last episode like in this show. So they could have could have done something a little more, I don't know. Every every other villain so far has kind of had like a redemption episode to close out their like arc or whatever or like a big finale to their character kind of a deal so far, but she just Oh, here's another one. <laughs> She's with the puppet get, this time. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I did like I thought, her little like mocking like with her hand yeah. in the car. That was pretty good. Making fun of him. I, I don't know what to say about it. Like it, it was yeah. fine, but it, it just wasn't good. And, and the times where I feel like she could have just been like, like, okay, pull the pin and Catwoman's going to yeah. just go ape shit. But instead she's like 
being nerfed. Yeah, we should have seen her like really like freak the fuck out or something. I think that the animation elevates certain episodes for me that otherwise would suck a lot more if they didn't have good animation. Like this one had really solid Mm -hmm. animation for me. Mm -hmm. And if it had had uh, cat scratch fever level animation, then we would have probably put this on the bottom 10. Like it would just be like an immediate, like, holy shit, this is awful or whatever. Like just really like, cause I don't think it's, it's super the the dialogue is kind of snappy and good or whatever, but the story itself is not very interesting. It's kind of boring and pointless. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go out. Sorry. You should finish your thought. Oh, just the the last, I was just going to say that like we had, we got a, a, a bunch of cool little isms in the animation of like, Whenever Scarface needed to gesture, Ventriloquist would like reach over, grab his arm, and do a little thing with it. That was pretty cool. Uh, and then, yeah, all of his little like expressive moments and stuff. And and I don't know. I just appreciated all of the facial expressions and, and action uh, movements and stuff like that. And I don't. I think if it had been a worse studio doing the animation i would just been like oh my god fuck this episode or whatever instead i'm just ambivalent because it it kind of met in the middle somewhere for me yeah i get it yeah it was fine i wonder if there was some kind of like there was a story arc and then someone came in was like nah we gotta like change things because the story just like oh for this episode specifically yeah like it just seems so like the script seems so clunky and bits Hmm. that it doesn't seem like it's one person writing the whole story arc okay and that's why i'm wondering like if something you know if they're like oh we got to bring in you know like maybe they had a whole cat cat woman episode Mm, and then they're just like no we got to bring in scarface yeah yeah. Yeah. uh Hmm. i don't know it just it it just it kind of missed i guess i like at least that they were at odds or whatever because catwoman I don't think we've had an episode where Catwoman has been like joined with some other villain. There's always like, even in almost Gotham, she's like almost a good guy where like the Joker kidnaps mm-hmm. her and all this stuff. She's, she's still a, a villain, but she's like separate from the rogues gallery or whatever, where she's like, yeah. So I, I was glad that it wasn't just some kind of like mustache twirling plot that she and ventriloquist were coming up with together or whatever with both of yeah. their mustaches, you know? And uh, I like how you keep calling him the butler also. <laughs> like he's, he's just a guy. He's just the ventriloquist. He's, he's very much just dressed like Alfred. So you're just like, oh, he's a butler. He's a butler. He's a butler. Yeah, butler. Yeah. Hey, you know when Scarface is flying through the air and you're like, he's gotta be up there just going, No like <laughs> off into the distance. Don't, yeah. No, don't throw me <laughs> out under the thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh honey, I can see your mouth moving. <laughs> I see all it. I wanted, all he wanted that moment was for the camera to cut back. <laughs> he's gonna hand over his mouth yeah. oh, Save me, you jerk. <laughs> you dummy. Yeah. Let's talk about the cast of this episode. It's all returning people mostly. Almostly. Uh Kevin Conroy as Batman, Adrian Barbeau as Catwoman, Earl Bowen as Rhino, George Zunza as Ventriloquist slash Scarface, Mary Lou Henner as Veronica Vreeland, and then we got John Rubinow as Museum Guard. The guy who the, the, who's a museum guard. He likes uh, cats. He does like cats. Uh, I, he wasn't anything super interesting, um, but he played two different Green Lanterns in the Justice League Heroes video game, which I thought was interesting. Like, why would you cast him as both of them? Uh, why not? And then he was WZDC producer in Die Hard 2, which I, I googled the character name and there was no pictures of him, so he must just be like in one little W WCDC. WZ. Oh, WZ. Warner's Ruthers Detective Comics. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, he'll return as a handful of other background voices. His DCAU wiki page was was chock full of them, but none of them are ever going to be like a main character. There's <laughs> just these random dudes like this. Yeah. Um, you know who we almost got in the cast? Almost got him. Detective Bullock. He was there eating food. Yeah. And, and also we almost had Penguin. He You're was right. Phone. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you guys, oh, what do you want for this bird on the phone, Penguin? Here I am on the phone. Yeah. And we were like, oh, Penguin's going to show up. And then he was just on the phone. And you don't even hear him talk. Yeah. Yeah. 
You don't even hear him make a chicken noise or nothing. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, here I, I got you on the phone, penguin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just the ventriloquist throwing his voice as a, <laughs> a chicken sound to make Rhino and Muggsy think that he's <laughs> think that he's on the phone with the penguin. What if what if he actually wasn't even on the phone? <laughs> well, that's okay. It's in the tr- I'll skip to this specific triv here. Uh, I'll just start trips for you when he's talking the fact the that the butler the wouldn't be able to hear. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> he's got the phone on Scarface. So both mm-hmm. ventriloquist can't hear penguin and penguin shouldn't be able to hear the, this, this ventriloquist either because right. his mouth is like four feet away. <laughs> hey penguin. It's me Scarface here on the phone with you. <laughs> it was the only way it would have, I don't know. And then, Again, the camera pans over like it goes yeah, up he's gonna make a phone in his yeah. <laughs> I'm totally scoffing on the phone right now. I'm the puppet. You remember the puppet? You've seen him before, I'm sure, in the newspaper or something. Uh yeah. When the when the Selena when the Selena talks to Scarface in the limousine, her eyebrows change from black to blonde back to black again between shots. I did not notice that. But I believe it. She had very expressive eyebrows. Brian's dying at that fact. He's like, no way. I'm expressively choking. (laughs) (laughs) You good? I'm good. Are you okay (sighs) over there, Brian? We're doing the (laughs) podcast with puppets now. (laughs) You have a ventriloquist puppet. No, he's not a ventriloquist. Well, he can can be. (laughs) I wish you could see this. Hey, (laughs) Jamie! Hey, brother Broderick, I'm talking on the podcast microphone. Does this sound good? How am that I, sounds great. How are my levels? It's, it's real good. It sounds good in my ears. When Scarface <laughs> is speaking to Catwoman in the control room, Ventriloquist is using both of his arms to move Scarface's arms, yet Scarface's mouth is still moving. <gasps> I didn't notice that. He's real. I, I have down on I, <laughs> He's a real boy. On IMDb, they said this was due to the overseas animation studio not realizing that Scarface was made of wood, therefore articulating the puppet far more than necessary. I don't know if that's true, but there is a time in an episode very long from now where uh, Batman and Superman are both in the episode and the animation studio had Batman flying several times and they had to be like, Batman can't fly. And they're like, oh, and like, why did you think he could fly? And they're like, because he has a cape. And so they just assumed that everyone with a cape. So I they mean, just that's assume a it's a assumption. small man. <laughs> like he doesn't. They don't yeah. tell him necessarily. This is a puppet. I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess wow, I that's amazing. So did they did they re- like remedy that? There, there's a couple of shots where he's still kind of almost flying i will get there (laughs) anyway uh the repeated phrase the cat who walks by herself is a reference to the night or 1902 i wrote 1092 i don't think that's right rudyard (laughs) kipling story the cat who walked by himself which explains how man domesticated all the wild animals even the cat which insisted on greater independence uh is that repeated or does she just say it she once? She said that at the start, too. She's like, I was a cat who walked by it when she's swinging around in her dream. And then she says it again oh, at the end. Okay. But still not deep. Uh, <laughs> Catwoman's line, no. the lady or the tiger, is also a reference to Frank R. Stockton's 1882 short story, The Lady or the Tiger. It was also used by Catwoman in the 1966 Batman TV series episode, The Perfect Crime. It's, per. it's, it's, it's pronounced... Twiger the second oh, time. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let me go back. The Catwoman's on The Lady or the Tiger is a reference to Frank R. Stockton's 1882 short story, The Lady or the Twiger. <laughs> the, the Tasmanian Twiger is actually not a species of a cat at all, but a thylacine, an extinct species of marsupial originally found in Australia. It's sometimes called the Tasmanian wolf. Uh, not to be confused with the Tasmanian devil. It's a different thing. Truth. And then last, I've got in an interview with the animated Bat fan site in April 1998, director Boyd Kirkland listed this episode among his favorites to have worked on during Batman the Animated Series, describing Catwoman as a complicated, interesting, and sexy character. Likewise, this was included as one of Bruce Timm's top, top picks on the Batman Year One 2011 Blu-ray. What? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he just liked Catwoman's butt the whole time. He's like, this is my favorite episode on Bruce Timm. I like butts, he said. 
in a corpse. Yeah, there's, <laughs> that's, there's, there's that. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's okay. That's it. That's it for trips. Okay. Uh, it was the keen effects in this episode. Uh, the um, fog in her dream was cool. It was kind of hazy sure, and foggy. Yeah. And extinction, the word extinction. <laughs> um, I don't know. What other, what the, uh, the fire was okay. There was a shot where her, her hand is right after her dream thing at the start. She like puts her hand on the glass to like, mm, I wish I was yeah. still a cat. And it's like half transparent overlaid on itself for some reason. I don't know what that was all about. That's not very keen. That's anti-keen. I didn't, I didn't see that. Mm. Let's rewatch the episode. We'll see it again. Okay, here we go. I I can't think of any keen effects yeah. right off the top of my head. I mean, it was it's pretty good. Yeah, dinosaur bone. <laughs> Ooh, what about the saw blade? That was okay. Yeah, I thought it was gonna rip him up. For some reason, I remember it fucking him up, but I guess not. I was hoping for it. Mm-hmm. I he said gets crushed. There's yeah. a, you see a disembodied Boing, hand. A that's fun. Spring coming out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, that's what Bruce Tim was sounded like when he was watching this episode. Uh, I also think that <laughs> when uh, when Ventriloquist is on the 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 catwalk, whatever that's called, the the on the catwalk, shit. no, yeah. <laughs> the thing that goes toward the saw. Every time it cuts back to the puppet, his eyes are like wider and wider. Like I'm about to die. And I was like, I don't. No one's controlling you. <laughs> it's a small man who's not talking. Uh, and then also in that moment, I said something about like, like what if it had, it had killed him, and then ventriloquists like mind snapped or something. You know, like that. Would oh be yeah, interesting, but. I think that would be amazing, but we have seen him die and be mm. reincarnated before, so That's I guess true. it wasn't you that much of a surprise. You remembered better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Wayne is like, Selena? So- Selena? Like, oh, what are you doing here? Kind of attitude. And then later when they're leaving, oh, yeah. when she's leaving, he's like, or she's like, thanks for inviting me, blah, blah. I was like, why yeah. are you surprised that she was there? <laughs> you actually showed up? I didn't think you would. <laughs> And then in, in that I mean, scene, have you seen Glass Onion? <laughs> no, I haven't yet. I need to. Is that it's going on our list? <laughs> so good. <laughs> I saw the first one, Knives Out, but, which is also very good. Yes. so good. Uh, the other thing in that scene was that uh, Veronica Vreeland's like, like, oh, we've met before or something. And she's like, yeah, I remember at the thing that we didn't, that's off screen sometime. And she's like, oh, I love what you've done with your hair. That'll sort of, what the fuck was that? Kind of like a large fart, oh. <laughs> from my perspective. Uh, I think it was planned, but it's it's ridiculously uh, breezy today. I think it was a branch on the roof. Squirrels landing and falling. Squirrel falls. Squirrel falls. Gravity falls. Uh, mm-hmm. Just something that I'll come up later is Catwoman's not a natural blonde. Uh, so that was something that'll be, uh, that, that kind of refers to, I guess. <laughs> oh, is like timelininess of, of the, of when she might've dyed her hair or whatever. Cause that was a okay. year ago. You see, I don't know any other keen effects in this episode. No, it's kind of just happened. Batman's usefulness. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like Catwoman. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess middle, middle, middle yeah. of the road. Then, yeah, yeah, like he's he's very handy, and then he's also not, and he's kind of yeah. I'll give him a, a five point four uh, tracking chips that are small enough to not find yet somehow still pretty damn big <laughs> like on <Yep>. the cat. <laughs> it's like, oh, yep. I put a tracking device on the cat. How did I not see this? It's the size of a cookie <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> I love it. It's like she didn't see it, but as yeah. soon as he says the word tracking, oh, chip, it's she's right like, here. You're right. This? Yeah, and then throws it at him later. <laughs> bigger than a cat collar. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna rate him a little bit lower. I think mm. I'm gonna give him four point eight just because I'm feeling down or whatever. <laughs> uh, I'm feeling unhappy about this episode. Mm. Um, four point. Eight. What's a good object from exploding dinosaur bones? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Four point eight security <laughs> guards calmly and lovingly letting a cat out of the building. <laughs> oh, I'm a person. I'm the the known criminal Catwoman. I whoopsie. I was. Can you help me? Uh. Well. 
Okay. Oh! <laughs> Dang it, she tricked me. <laughs> yeah. And she does that twice. Yeah, to multiple she people. To, yeah. yeah, she does it to Batman, too. Yeah. You have to assume Batman didn't believe her when she's like, oh, I was just happened to be there in my with my costume. and But he yeah. like smiles and is like, are you willing to tell the police that or whatever? And she's like, oh, I, I, fucking, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Oh, that car was bleeding. Also, we didn't talk about that. <laughs> That's the <laughs> keenest effect. Cars. Yeah, there you go. Uh, books are hip hop. I guess. I guess books. Mm. The bongos were certainly hip hop. <laughs> bongos are hip hop. The rest of the episodes books. Yeah. Books and hip hop. There was good music in the little dream thing at the start. There was really good music. Uh, I expect we hear that from Jordan though. Yeah. Top ten. Nope. No, bottom ten. No, 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 meow. It's me, Isis. I'm on the bottom 10. Well, it's time for the mail, yeah? Let's <laughs> do the mail now. Yeah, yeah. That yacht, that one small extra yacht, put it over. We meow. drop what we drop. Meow, 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 meow. Oh, yeah, those. And meow, 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 meow. There sure was a lot. Now Jamie's mad. Too bad we're all. At least I am. Just Dylan Pollock. Wow. Mm-hmm. He went major on that one. <laughs> Good job, Kimmy. You sounded excellent. Thank you, Kimmy, specifically. If you'd like to reach out to us, like the fire hand at the end of the Cat in the Claw part two. I can't wait till we're in like Justice League Unlimited and I'm still saying the fire hand at the end of the Cat in the Claw part two. <laughs> Email us at batwagonpod at gmail.com. Uh, if you send in a voice message, please keep it under 60 seconds, one per person, just for the sake of the length of the show. And you can and should leave us a comment on today's episode on the Pod Tower YouTube channel as well. But if you send in mail or leave a comment, please do not spoil anything past this episode for Brian. He's a little yeah. cherub boy that doesn't need to know. Okay? Don't tell him <laughs> anything. I want somebody to upload a video to YouTube that's the title is just the fire hand at the end of the cat and the claw part two and then and it's then just that so you can reference it yeah you just, just see that clip. 90 degree <laughs> hand fire. of fire yeah 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 this is from chanda hulk oh catwalk or catwoman keeps kicking guys in the gut and destroying museum pieces <laughs> Howdy, Jimmy James and Red Brian Brick Oven Pizza. This Texan has made his way to Gotham City and has heard about a wonderful museum in Gotham City with a lovely whale model hanging from the ceiling. Huh? What's that? Mm. Cut down from the ceiling. What about the dinosaur bones? Exploded? Forget this. I'm moving to Metropolis. That's the entire email. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, let's be fair with that, too. She's, like, looking longingly at these animals. Yeah. Yeah, several times in this episode she does this, yeah. And then and at the end she's like, time to destroy everything. Yeah. She has takes that like I don't think I would think you would think she would be like super upset to get that Tasmanian what's it called, like anywhere near the fire, but she's like, I have to get out of here. And then I thought Batman was gonna be like, Well, fuck the cat, uh, I'm gonna take you actually. (laughs) But then he doesn't. So I don't know. Yeah. Strange. This is from Scarlow. One jump on the mechanic wagon, season two, oh. episode seventeen. Hello, listener, and welcome to Jump on the Mechanic Wagon. I'm your host, Scarlowy One. In this episode, I will tell you about season two, episode seventeen of Earl, the animated series Catnap. Good. One morning, when Earl got to the garage, he was surprised to find Batman asleep in the backseat of the Batmobile. He was even more surprised when he realized Catwoman was also sleeping there. <laughs> oh. Batman woke up and said. I can explain. Um, Joker gassed me and Catwoman and the auto drive brought us here. Yeah. <laughs> then why is Catwoman naked? Because, um, um, you know Bruce what? Tim. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank heaven. <laughs> Fun fact. All other episodes of this show are rated TVPG, but <laughs> this episode is rated TVMA for the nudity, obviously. <laughs> anyway, see you next week. Thank you time. Same poo-poo channel. <laughs> obviously. It's because of this. <laughs> Thanks, Scarlett. This is from Jeremy Swires. A few more T-shirt ideas for the Oppie dudes. He sent. He's been sending me uh, T-shirt I- like merch ideas. I think we had posed this a couple episodes ago. Of like, hey, if you want to make T-shirts, uh, there, there's this one that's like an action movie thing. Dylan Pollock is the listener. <laughs> I really like. <laughs> and then there's the li- lightning strike from the opening that says, "That's not how that works." Those are both pretty good. Oh. 
Love it. We'll, we'll talk. Uh, Pedro Enrique, thoughts on Showdown and Catwalk. Hello, James and Brian. Pedro here. Hey. Back again to say my thoughts on the episodes Showdown and Catwalk. Showdown. I want to point out the city sign said, Welcome to the Devil's Hole. Now, here's my theory. Raish is also known as the demon and the demon's head. So there's only one thing this devil hole could be in reference to. His butt. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Arcady was too cruel to run my empire. Yes, of course, he was too much of a meanie to be a terrorist. Raish is really running for the lousiest father award. And then Catwalk. I'm sorry, Selena is really out here going, oh, woe is me. I wish I could be Catwoman again and do all the illegal stuff. But she was her feline self only five episodes ago and Batgirl returns. The girl took a week break and is already sad. I forgot <laughs> how she was actually in a pretty recent episode. Uh, the smirk on Batman's face as he fell so easily to Selena's lies is confirmation that this man is way too horny for this job. Between An- Andrea, Talia, and <laughs> Selena, Bruce is one kiss away from breaking his promise to his parents. And no, I did not buy that he had his suspicions when he put the tracker on her, since he also goes out of his way to try to court her as Bruce Wayne on the same day. Yeah, yeah fair point. I am the cat who walks by herself. I guess that's her version of the I am vengeance speech. And I know this was supposed to be cool, but it's just funny to me. It just doesn't work as well with other animals. I am the dog that sniffs its own butt. <laughs> I, I am the duck that buys its own bread. Nice try, Selena. That's like Darkwing Duck. Is all I am the terror that flaps in the night. Uh, two very good episodes. One felt like an unaired pilot for a Jonah Hex show, which was great. And the other was like a little ending for Catwoman's character as we near the end of BTS. Has loved both episodes. I'm really excited for next week's episode, but until then, goodbye and stay yappy. Can do. Ooh, a little spoiler, a little uh, teaser there. Scotty Cameron, Jonah Hex's showdown on a catwalk. Uh, hey, yappy dudes, great show as always. So when I started the podcast, I expected Joe to be in the episode and get his thoughts on Jonah Hex, Pat Leahy, and Rachel Gould. Charlie Klauser's Hello Zep plays from a mysterious source, that's the Saw theme, in the dish pit, and a dark, ominous voice that sounds like Tobin Bell says, Hello, listeners, I know you were expecting Joe, but sadly... He only has a cameo voicemail, and you have to get to that point in the episode or the device you're listening to this podcast on will set off an atomic explosion. Live or die, make your choice. That was for Jamie, since he seems to like it when I reference the Saw movies, as he implied in his appearance on Fandom Optimus, which was great. Listeners, give it a listen. Anyway, Showdown was a great episode. It adds lore and history to Gotham City, with Jonah Hex being a bounty hunter who traveled to Gotham during the Wild West era to get Rachel Ghoul's son. Is that supposed to be Old West Gotham? The Devil's Hole? Or is that just a different place? I don't know. I give John That's Hex's, a really good question. That, yeah, they didn't really address that, but that would be kind of cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> as for Pat Leahy's involvement in the Batman movies, that happened because his son was cast in Batman Forever, and he suggested that his dad should be included in the film because he was a huge Batman fan. Okay. No way. I don't know where that comes from, but I I believe you, I guess, for now. That's how the Pat Leahy cameo came about. I guess his appearance in BTAS came about when he wrote the Batman comic about landmines. I also like how every time we have a Catwoman episode, someone else has to be the actual villain, Scarface, Red Claw, Daggett, and five Batman villains, because Catwoman <laughs> really isn't a villain. She's more of a love interest who's morally ambiguous. I like that we get to mention the Penguin, too. Stay happy. Thank you, Scotty. Mm-hmm. I, that does remind me, though, that we we kind of left everybody on a cliffhanger of what Dan Reba had to say about Patrick Leahy's uh, appearance in the yeah in the in the show. And I'm trying to scroll back now to uh, I had said, did he just go ham? A senator let me do what I want, <laughs> and he, and Dan had said pretty much we were all flattered, and the higher ups sort of thought it would be a good idea in case we needed any laws passed for us. Well, that <laughs> part was a joke. <laughs> uh, honestly, I don't know how he contacted us, but the word came from Jean McCurdy to make it happen. She's like the executive producer, or whatever. So it's still not really much of an answer. But uh, Jordan Newman, GCN Musical Minute. Here Bring we go. It. Sent from my iPhone. You're listening to GCN, Gotham City News with Jack Ryder. Tonight's top story, Catwoman apparently got in trouble with notorious mob boss Scarface. Ooh, scary name, Scarface. Does he have anything to do with Two-Face? Let me check my notes here, folks. (laughs) Ventriloquist dummy? (laughs) That doesn't sound right. Summer, is this right? is, Is this right? Yes, Jack, that is right. Ventriloquist has been around for a while. Shit! <laughs> now over to the music. Shit. I love the music in this episode. Yeah, we got to hear the the Catwoman theme again, and that's always a good time. It's it's my one of my favorite sure Catwoman do. themes in the multiverse of 
DC music. And I don't think Scarface or the Ventriloquist dummy actually, the Ventriloquist has a leitmotif, so I didn't notice one for him at least. Never oh. apologize for loving your fandom and try to stay optimistic. It's the sound of a saw blade was his leitmotif. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dylan Pollock, a week away, fine by me. Was, yeah, just one. Also, happy fourth. <laughs> I hope you celebrated your country by blowing up a small part of it. <laughs> uh, I okay. worked. That was my last day at work. I was trying to film something for the video uh, at two different locations. One was at the community college, uh, and it was locked because it was the 4th of July. It was closed, and I didn't expect that for some stupid reason. And then the other was the Riverwalk uh, I wanted to film like out looking at the water, but everybody was there waiting for fireworks. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> and that's what happened. It's time for the thoughts of the week from Dylan Pollock on Catwalk or the thoughts don't stop. So last week when there was no episode, I just shouted at Giselle about Batman for five minutes. I, don't know <laughs> I like how exaggeratedly giraffe-like tall the judge stands in Selena's retelling slash memory, yeah. whatever thing is. And that's one mm. of the few good things I have to say about this episode. <laughs> I don't like Veronica. She could be extinct from these episodes, like the Dodo, but she has a point in her one line of wanting to throw a party without some kook showing up because she's dealt with a lot of that. Scarface, he is definitely cunning like a fox as far as these villains go. Have we noticed that his plans always seem to work? Batman says, don't buy your ticket yet, and we see him blink horizontally rather than vertically like a fucking alien from the first Men in Black movie, and it is freaking looking. So those are my thoughts on a very mediocre, just outside the bottom 10 episode, but it's time for the question of the week. James favorite That's part. my favorite part. Fellas, when this podcast is still going on 80 years from now, yeah. do you think it's okay to use CGI and AI to bring you both back from beyond to continue telling our future generations about the DCAU? Or is that maybe a trend we should nip in the bud now? <laughs> yes, let us put the disclaimer. We do not allow our likenesses to be recreated by AI. You may not run all thousand episodes of the podcast through a simulation to, to make us say whatever. Although that'd be kind of funny to try for just one episode. <laughs> just, just get our voices in there and just ask like chat gpt to do a jump on the back wagon episode and just see so what it produces this is this has been a thing yeah 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 i don't i don't think we're high profile that's, enough that's that's worth kind of any like deep dive but i have had that thought that like like okay there's like over a hundred hours of us talking at this yeah. point it's, somebody it's could start <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it would, it would be, you'd have to get a hold of my original files to do it properly because it'll just start combining our voices as one track or whatever. I mean, you could, I, maybe I, I'm not going to explain this. <laughs> what you could do is find the frequency of a, um, uh, Keen Machine, Catwalk. Greetings, yappy dudes. Assuming your strike has ended and you're back to recording, I figured out sending my message this week. I personally think this is a great episode. We see Selena struggle with feeling out of place with her peers despite her second chance at freedom. Is she really free if she can't do the things she wants to do the most? I also love the very random but fun dynamic of pairing Scarface with Catwoman. It surprisingly works for a great plot and steadily holds my attention from beginning to end. I had forgotten how spiteful Catwoman could be before rewatching these episodes. Until next week, keep it keen, keen machine. Thank okay. You. Uh, Dylan's comment about the judge giraffe <laughs> reminded me that uh -huh. like I, I was forgetting that we were watching like kind of a distorted like dream sequence version of everything. And like Catwoman gets knocked to the ground, and then Batman's like skyscraper sized shadow falls over. <laughs> He's huge! And then, and then he like transmogrified into the judge's stand, which was also gigantic. Uh, tipped apricot contemplations on Catwalk. Welcome back, Jammin' and Beeswax. Tipped apricot. Thank you. Congrats to Brian for wrapping up his crappy job and to James for finishing and releasing an absolutely fantastic DCEU timeline video. Kudos and cheering for both of you. I'll press the, the cheering button. Thanks, Thank you. buddy. Uh, in the time since the last pod, I've also gotten a job. It has been going pretty well yeah. so far. Writing this before my last bus to work today. As far as Catwalk goes, I absolutely love this episode. Oh, Brian, everyone likes this. It's one of the all-time all strongest Selena stories, in my opinion. Okay. What do we want to compare? I guess, what do we have to compare to? Like, we've got Batgirl Returns was, was pretty fever. good. And then, we, but we've got Cat Scratch Fever, Cat, uh, Cat in the Claw. None of, I don't know. And most of the Catwoman episodes haven't been very strong. So I guess that's a fair point. Okay. Yeah. That's a fair point. 
she's just really well defined character traits and personality here. She's fun and That's snarky true. and empathetic and her push and pull with Batman feels like there's actual care and chemistry there. Not that she's just some sexy seductress. It's a trait of B-Test Selena, especially, and what makes me like her so much in this show. Good action and fun animation and really solid voice acting. Also, Isis deserves all the pets, and Selena really <laughs> should share her magically disappearing under mask hair care routine. I thought about that, too. She should just have this, like, bulbous, like, munge of gross, like, <laughs> in munge. the back of her neck. Munge in the munge. back of her neck at all times. Hope you guys have been having yeah. a good week and that you both get some well-deserved chill time after big life events sent yeah. from my iPhone. Thank you. Thanks, friend. You're, you're so wonderfully optimistic. I know. Like there's things that I, I'm, I'm like, oh, this sucks, this sucks. And then here comes Tip Tapper copy and I'm like, yo, yeah. did you even catch this? I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> Tip to break it left a really nice comment on the timeline video also that made, had, had me doing all the good feels. Oh, really? So thank you. Thank you. Uh, let's do comments on last episode on the pod tower. This was jump on the Batwagon 83 showdown or Rachel Ghoul's son's floating face leech. <laughs> Uh, I, just, I, live, I live for that little giggle, man. Uh, feels like Robin this is from Carly Barrent. Feels like Robin is noticeably missing from this episode. Uh, probably because given how spicy he's been lately, he probably would have roast Batman over his thirst for Catwoman. <laughs> yeah, I guess we, this was a, a Robinless episode, which hasn't happened in a while. Uh, it's the adventures of Batman. <laughs> I was like, I was going to say, just stop. Uh, Ronish 1996, otherwise known as Autism in Comic Books. Yeah, um, yeah, I see, I see those up there. Behind on podcasts again, but LOL, what a perfect ending to have. Say his, say this next name like Harley from the Arkham Games. B Man realize Autism in Comic Books and Ronish 1996 are one and the same. <laughs> also, I've been meaning to ask, where do you get the list for the release order so I can be sure to have the correct next episodes? Oh, that's a good question. You gotta, uh, well, you <laughs> yeah. can just listen to the entire podcast, and James will tell you at the what end what the next episode is. Yeah, the next episode. Yeah. Episodes also always said in or put in the um, description of the episode. It says but next episode is this. I get it from my spreadsheet of all the stuff that I put together <laughs> like two years ago. Uh, the world's finest dcanimated.com. They've got uh, pretty good uh, lists of episodes, air date order or production order. So I would I would go there first. Uh, superhero theories eleven seventy six. We're the fucking new podcast episode. I need the Batwagon now. It's right here. Uh, Ashley touching. Yeehaw! This episode features a guest appearance by one of my favorite old-timey DC characters, Joe Nah Hex. <laughs> Joe couldn't make it. <laughs> I love <laughs> I'm glad that came across in, in voice as well. I love how different this episode is and how it opens a window to another part of the DC universe. Off the top of my head, I think this is the only the third time the non-Batman character appeared in BTAS after Zatanna and Count Vertigo. Plus, it's always good to see rah-rah-oo-rah-rahs again. At least they did more justice to Jonah Hex there here in the, than in that movie, also, although I think the latter is still pretty fun. I can't wait for Raish's mixtape to drop and for you to release a Batwagon trailer that's just Batman sitting in the Batmobile listening to this podcast. <laughs> mixtape. I should just have that as the visual instead of the like album art-looking thing. Is just like, like a, uh, what's it called? The like slow fi hip-hop beats to study to girl <laughs> but it's just batman and robin in a like flintstones looping background out the window of the batmobile listening to rachel girl's podcast jamie yeah. just get me a list and i can make a spotify list okay yeah <laughs> it's got all sorts of good stuff Zane Beatty, I was laughing throughout the entire Raish podcast bit, had me picturing him doing typical pod ads like Manscape. Was really interested to hear people's opinions <laughs> on this episode, knowing it could have gone either way. Uh, Wait, who's, who's, who's this? Zane Beatty. Then we got replies from people. Scarlet. Detective, when you and my daughter may make my grandchild, I want you to treat her right by using the sponsor of today's episode, Manscaped. Are you listening? Are you listening to like Savage Love? What are you? What are you listening to? That's giving you <laughs> Manscaped. Yeah, <laughs> Surfshark VPN. Yeah, Mark Akios. The technology you possess may be quite impressive, Detective, but even you can't keep your internet connection completely safe, which is why I'm happy to talk about this week's sponsor, NordVPN. <laughs> Dylan said, Detective, having a son who's hundreds of years old stinks. Take it from me, but if you don't, 
You don't have to if you use native deodorant, right, Ubu? Yes, master. And this week, if you use your promo code INFIDEL, you can get 25% (laughs) off your first order. (laughs) Rinky Customs. Kissing them right on the mouth string. I lost it at that one. Also, Joe, Joe should always be called Jonah from now on since he missed Hex and he doesn't ever get an explanation why. <laughs> uh, Yop Tower Database, major props to Joe for bailing on this sinking ship of a podcast better late than never. <laughs> Noah, oh, oh I'm God. tempted to make a Spotify playlist. Oh, if you're doing it, let me know. Uh, Banana Boy says, okay. <laughs> okay. Mark Aquino, last first. Catwalk, internal dialogue. Hmm, this Catwoman episode was pretty lifeless. It wasn't bad, like it's definitely not on par with Terrible Trio, that's for sure. Adrian Barbeau was still as fun, still fun as Catwoman. The animation was solid with some neat flourishes and the music was good. And yet it was just nothing. I have don't have anything mm-hmm. to say about this episode. Yeah, that's how we felt. Paul Dini's written better scripts for the show and this just wasn't one of them. It tried to give some insight onto Selena Kyle's inner turmoil of whether to be Catwoman or not, but it barely qualifies as even surface level. Yeah, Scarface and Ventriloquist were in it, but they weren't as memorable as they were in their debut episode. Uh, I just hate being this stuck. Uh, Who the hell are we kidding here? It's not the episode's fault that you've been busy rewatching the Indiana Jones movies to get yourself hyped up for the new one and listening to every Taylor Swift album in time for her re-recording of Speak Now. Where are your priorities, Mark? The podcast is all that matters and nothing else. Dylan Pollock would be ashamed of you. Do you want him to send his cousin, Gab, co-host of the Movies to Watch Before You Die podcast, to go beat you? I don't know Gab was his cousin. That's cool. You don't stand a chance against her. She does CrossFit. It's your fault that Joe didn't show up last week. It's your fault that James hasn't seen Gravity Falls yet and it's your fault banana man went away again now banana boy has no father to raise him he'll never become an upstanding (laughs) member of banana society ah deep breath friends this episode was just fine i suppose sorry if i don't have much to say all that's left to say, however, is Boss Biggest Bear Hugs is the number one podcast host in this here multiverse of ours, Jackie Daytona and Barbasol Shaving Cream. <laughs> <laughs> Praise our Lord and Savior, Dylan Pollock. Likewise, his loyal disciples, all the people's names. Awesome sauce listeners of this yappy community of ours. You're all the absolute best. Never, ever forget that. In case it hasn't been made clear, I'm a big Indiana Jones fan, and I have seen the newest one. It's a lot of fun. It has a lot of heart. Very much worth seeing. And, hey, at least the next episode should be memorable for Bri Bri, given that it centers around his favorite BTAS side character. That's right, Carl Rossum. Till next week, Smoke Bomb. Yes, Brian, it is called A Bullet for Bullock. I don't like that at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because you don't want Bullock to die. I see. I love Bullock. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Go watch the DCEU timeline video. Again, please do that immediately. Don't put it off. Do it right now. When, when you're done with this episode, just put it on. Even if you're not going to watch the whole thing, just put it on in the background or some shit. Even you, Yop Tower. I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Yap Tower, you know the the coolest way to get at me and, and ruin the channel is the algorithm really hates it if you open up the video on 10 different computers and phones at the same time and play it all the way through and click uh, on all the ads. It destroys the channel when you do that, actually. It's the yeah, I've heard that's code. super... Yeah. It's like the like Konami code for, an, for destroying a YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, oh, please don't. Oh, God, don't do that at all. It would be so bad. Why do we tell them? Do we have oh, some like yeah. mind oh, man. games played with oh, us? Oh man, I should probably edit that out. If you want to hear more discussion about this episode, check out the DCAU Review and Tim Talk podcasts. Also available on the Pod Tower YouTube channel, just like this podcast. Thank you to Kimmy, Cooney Phoenix, Vildsu, and of course, Brother Broderick. Me. That's you for all musical themes. Please subscribe to the Watchtower Database YouTube channel for DC Animated Universe videos on a regular basis. Me. And, su- me. <laughs> and subscribe to the Pod Tower me. for all new DCAU podcasts every week. Me. Leave us a like over there on today's episode. Helps spread us around the interwebs. New episodes of the podcast are released every Friday, every single Friday on the Pod Tower, as well as your favorite podcast feed and watchtowerdatavice.com. That's it. That was Catwalk. Bullet for Bullock. We did it. Next week. Okay. A bullet will go in Bullock. That's the name of the episode. Oh, me. <laughs> me. Were you being the Scarface dummy being thrown across the room? <laughs> no! <laughs> hey, dummy! Oh, that was really something. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye, let's everybody. End this, let's end this what? episode really strong. Okay. Okay, ready?
One, two, two three. Me. Uh, me. M- me. Bye. Bye. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what did you expect to do? <laughs> I, just like, oh, quick, think it right now. <laughs> I expected it to be uh, really unenthusiastic and boring. Oh, yeah. That's what happened. Lowbrow, low key. That's us. <laughs> Are you still recording? Boners. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> It's priceless, Batman. The last of its kind. Will you take me in or let it become extinct again? The lady or the tiger, darling? Your choice. by herself.